0: Alright, we are back for another edition of Generation Oblivious. The podcast just can't help itself. So, how have you been, bud? I'm doing fair. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. All things considered. So, before we get started, wanted to clear up. I heard a rumor about Walmart. They're going to be giving out bonuses, whether your store qualified for them or not. Is that accurate? Yeah, this is the first I've heard of oh. this. I've heard that an appreciation for everybody's hard work and understanding from changing your store hours and dealing with the sick people and the craziness that um, whether your store qualified for a bonus or not, you were going to get your first quarter bonus. Full timers were getting $300 and part timers were getting uh, 150
1: No, I'm, I'm not hearing about that. Oh. I did get a bonus recently, regardless, because they've been holding my bonus for a while now.
0: Oh. Why were they holding your
1: bonus? They do that for, like, the same reason why banks hold your interest money, basically. Huh. They give it to you as last moment possible.
0: Right. Well, you should be expecting another bonus. Because somebody at another store, they'd heard about it and said that it was true. So, amid um, among all the corona outbreaks and everything... I'm sure you've dealt with some crazy, anything stand out, anything fun, not the not the regular, where's your hand sanitizer and are you out of oh, toilet paper? Because we mean, know you're out of toilet paper and you don't have any hand sanitizer, so I mean, next?
1: people have been calling electronics and asking for that because they, for one day, had it back there. <laughs> yep. It's I just assumed that would that.
0: be the only place that had a guaranteed worker. <clears throat>
1: um no it's just they had it back there in photo lab one day making sure only people were getting one each or two each or whatever the limit was mm. and they had a manager there to make sure and uh <laughs> yep they decided to put it back on shelves like normal it's now and uh people are still calling back their thing we have it hidden or something
0: yeah um, i got that a lot like <laughs> i had a lady come in and she was like do you have hand sanitizer And i was like no she goes, oh, but I work for a, a retirement home and this is going to be for the old people in the retirement home. And I was like, oh, okay. I still don't have any. Like, I'm holding it for a worthy cause or making right. sure that people just don't get it.
1: Right. Like the two Tennessee brothers.
0: Yeah. Uh, they fucked
1: themselves. But
0: they yeah. still made a good profit.
1: I mean, they bought 18 18- it was 18000 thousand, yep. and just hand sanitizer alone and they were only able to sell probably a fraction of that before they got cease and desist and
0: right. all their shit banned. I so saw, do I do saw a clip a of them being interviewed and they were like do they're you capitalist. regret doing it? And the guy was like, no. <laughs> yep, that's what
1: capitalism is for you. Just dicks who want to make a profit on other people's misfortune.
0: But any other any other. Mm. Cause it's just mine's been this. I, I've, I've been doing a uh, Corona Watch 2020, right on my other podcast, my uh, Jeep Chronicles, mm-hmm. where I've been going through the daily life. And then it, it occurred to me the other day when my pharmacist, he was just like, I would like to talk about something else. He was, like, I come in, I work twelve hour shifts, and all he gets to talk about is the goddamn coronavirus, right? And what Trump said, and are we getting like? And he just talks about. You know, because then somebody said, "Well, ibuprofen makes it worse." So now he's got old people being like, "Is ibuprofen going to kill me from the coronavirus?" And he's like, "No." What? Yeah, a doctor came out and claimed that ibuprofen uh, helped aided in the spreading of uh, the okay, coronavirus.
1: what? What fucking pharmaceutical person has him like giving him money to give him to say know. that? To give me go to Because That's what know. that is.
0: But it's it, it's out there in the. But it was. So, like I do, so I'd I'd like to curb, if we can, the coronavirus talk and just talk headlines. Talks, the the headlines that made us make this podcast. News alert, breaking news. News alert, breaking news. So, I've got some that they don't even, they're not, they don't even require a story with them. Just the headlines are just fantastic. All right. This is going to be some, um a little bit of uh life advice shoving a potato up your butt won't cure hemorrhoids didn't know oh. if you knew that okay
1: that's <laughs> a that's an interesting take on a hot potato
0: yeah right oh maybe a nice warm potato uh-huh. will just relax your hemorrhoids away <laughs> <laughs> i've heard of a potato gun but that's ridiculous that's,
1: i guess that's one way to get fiber i guess
0: that's a one way to go to the ER. Like, amid all the coronavirus, you're sitting in there and they'll be like, Corona? And be like, No, potato. And everybody's like, Oh my God, this guy's got the potato virus. And what happened? Be like, They grow in your anus. <laughs> <laughs> Obstructed bow. So, we've had a couple candidates for um, customer service of the year. Mm. Last week uh, on The Mexican and the Gringo, covered a story where a man went to Pizza Hut to complain about his order and was stabbed nine times.
1: Oh. Uh, shit
0: yeah according to him he his order was wrong he called and got a bunch of grief over the phone so he decided he could get results if he went down to the pizza hut where he was confronted with very hostile workers and they said that if if he if they met him outside they would fix his order and he goes outside and gets stabbed nine times
1: oh damn come to find out someone else him.
0: no he was the one calling raising hell on the phone and making threats and he said that he had a gun and he was going to come down there mm. and then he went down there and he said well why don't you sons of bitches come outside and let's fight he goes i've got a gun and a knife well a pizza employee follows him outside with a knife and the guy like started attacking him so they just stabbed him <laughs> it was ruled <laughs> defense it was great so that's probably going to win customer service of the year but this guy is definitely in the running but that guy still gets fired a McDonald's employee allegedly bashed a customer in the head with a coffee pot after a drive through dispute. Hmm. The coffee pot the employee used as a weapon was filled with hot water. Oh, shit. Yeah, boy. A 24-year-old McDonald's employee named Emily Reed from, the, from Bronx, New York, was taken into police custody last week when she allegedly used a coffee pot filled with hot water to bash a customer in the head. Reed was working in the drive-thru window Thursday night when an unnamed man, described as being in his 30s, came through to collect his food after ordering. While it wasn't revealed what their argument was about, Reed told police that she and the man got into some sort of verbal dispute and led him spitting at her. She retaliated by striking him in the head with a coffee pot. The man sustained a deep wound on his neck from the assault, and the police arrived at the scene immediately after. The man was taken to the hospital to get treated for his injuries and remains there in stable condition. Reed is in jail and was charged on Friday with two counts of assault, reckless endangerment, and criminal possession of a weapon. Was that justified customer service? I mean, she did get spit on.
1: I mean, we still don't know the full details of what the argument was about. But yeah, if he spit on her first, he didn't cause physical damage, though. That's a toss-up whether that'll flow in court.
0: Well, he spit first, that and that, that could assault. be considered assault,
1: especially if he has some sort right. of disease or something.
0: I just, I, I just don't understand why why people can't be civil. Like, it, nobody's doing my, fucking with your food maliciously. Like, sometimes it's just a joke. Sometimes you might have caught somebody on a bad day. Give people a break. Now, like the drive-through is going to be backed up. Like, yeah. working drive-through was the worst when I worked at Taco Bell in high school. Working drive-thru was the fucking worst, mm-hmm. and now that's all we get is drive-thru. Yep. So the drive through is going to be backed up constantly. Those people are just going to have to deal with everybody. So just uh, maybe be nice, and if not, you might catch a coffee pot upside the head. Got some celebrity news. William Shatner comes up big in his divorce settlement with Ooh. his wife. He is getting all of the horse semen.
1: Ah, yeah,
0: yeah, I heard something about this. Yeah, likes uh, to read Thoroughbreds. The Star Trek actor William Shatner and his ex-wife Elizabeth Martin are getting a divorce. During their difficult separation, the couple will divvy up their prized possessions such as luxury vehicles, houses, even pets. But Shatner has won all of the horse semen. <coughs> in the divorce ruling, Shatner also won the horse breeding equipment at his stables in California. So, that's good for a Willie Shatz. Still got the money makers. I wonder how much a William Shatner horse... They can only come when he talks like this. <laughs> pig starts huge fire after pooping out pedometer. Think about that hotness.
1: <laughs> I'm stumped <laughs> on this one here.
0: A pig caused a fire in its sty following a bizarre series of events which which ended in one pig pooping out some copper wires that set off the blaze. Fire crews in North Yorkshire were called out to a fire at 4 Pig Pins in Bartham near Leeds. So this is over the pond. The fire started off when a hungry pig ate a pedometer. And that was used to show the animals that was used to show that the animals are free range. Oh, so the pig was wearing the pedometer. Mm. Cuz I was confused about where the pedometer came from. Right. And then pooped out the mangled device, which then reacted with the contents of the pig pen. Mm, that makes sense now. Yeah. No pigs or people were harmed in the fire. That's still a hell of a thing for an insurance company to have to deal with. I know. Strangely, this isn't the first case of animal causing a fire. Back in December of last year, a 45-year-old tortoise knocked over its heat lamp, which landed on some bedding and triggered a blaze. That poor turtle probably died. Nope, he's alive. Oh, wow. See? Picture. I want a tortoise so bad. Right. As we've covered many times on this podcast, we all know where I stand on deer fights. hmm <laughs> You want to fight one, yes. I want to fight one. Last week, we had a story of a French hunter that had a, a, a third of his face ripped off by a deer running away. Like, the mm-hmm. deer ran... And caught him and peeled his face off. Right. Fuck. So here's why I think we should fight the deer. Woman is killed while trying to help an injured deer in South Carolina. South Carolina woman died Sunday after being hit by a car while helping an injured Mm. deer. That's not
1: really the deer's fault.
0: (laughs) Damn it. This is where not reading the whole story comes back and bites me in the ass. Sometimes I just read the headline and it sounds so juicy. <laughs> Andrea Owens, 39, and her husband were on their way home around 1 a.m. What are you doing out at 1 a.m. on a Sunday? Nothing good happens that late at night.
1: Unless you're getting a th- fourth meal.
0: That's true. Well, that's <laughs> not even going to be good. That'll wreck your digestive system. <laughs> 1 a.m. Sunday when officials say they came across an injured deer that had been hit by a car. She was helping the deer on the side of the road when she was hit by a car. Mm. Owens was airlifted to Greenville Memorial Hospital, which is about 27 miles from Anderson. She died during surgery at the hospital. So, if you ever want to pull over to help a deer, that's when you—that's when you—you t- you can take it out real easy because it's hurt. You can just walk him, just start beating the shit out of it, <laughs> get that quick KO, and get back in your car. Man one, deer zero. Interesting thought process on that. That's say I say the only do. good
1: situation that could have come with this if the deer lived.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't even say what happened to the deer. I mean, at least because now we don't even know if she died in vain.
1: Yep, we just have to assume the worst case scenario.
0: I mean, best possible scenario at this point is that her body flung lifelessly into the deer and broke the deer's neck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was 1 1.
1: I mean, it wasn't lifeless, though, until they got <laughs> surgery. Ah, that's true. Her
0: unconscious. Which is a fucked up way of talking about this person, but, you know. You know, music affects us in, in different ways. You want to hear something ironic is this week, Disturbed song, Down With The Sickness, is 20 years old. Mm. So the week that the coronavirus is literally running amok in this country, oh, that's what that's what music we need to play at the beginning, Lewis. Down with the sickness. Don't worry about it. I'll send it to you. Cut this out. But in this case, man draws gun in a bar after becoming upset with karaoke song. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh,
1: working customer service
0: made me hate people more. And this, this story just jumps right in. At one point, Huff became upset with a karaoke singer's song choice and got up and attempted to go after the singer, but ended, ended up falling down. While other patrons tried helping Huff get up, he allegedly tried to restrain a woman by twisting her arm. Then Huff's cousin intervened, telling everyone to get back, because Huff had previously served as a Marine and had an issue. Huff then allegedly began waving around his black 9 millimeter Glock 19 he pulled from his waistband. I feel like he was wearing gray sweatpants. I feel like this guy might be drunk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Making others fear for their lives. According to police, an employee asked Huff what he was doing, to which Huff replied, Fuck you and back off. Huff then allegedly walked through the entire bar, holding his firearm out at his side. Huff's cousin told employees that she would get the gun away from Huff and then followed him outside the bar. The man's cousin the man's cousin, told police that she took Huff out to enjoy karaoke at the bar because he's dealing with some personal issues and also has PTSD. Huff was taken to a hospital where they took blood and determined that his blood alcohol level, mm-hmm. which legal, legally drunk is 0.08. Okay. And I think that's like two beers, I think. Okay. But you start metabolizing alcohol immediately. You metabolize one can of beer or one glass of beer every hour. Right. So, two beers drunk, you've had two beers within the hour, that uh-huh. is .08. What was his blood alcohol level? Now, 1.6. Good lord, he would be dead. It was just a guess.
1: <laughs> and actually, some people drink far more than that.
0: Huff's blood alcohol level was .38. That's over eight times the legal limit. Right. Um, he was medically cleared and taken to jail. Huff was not able to give a statement as to why he removed the gun due to being extremely intoxicated. And the song was not released. Because I was really excited. I wanted to take bets on what what song it was. Right. I don't even know how to categorize this one. I have no segue. Alright. Police in Oregon say a man robbed a donut shop with an axe. <laughs> he was later found... Eating donuts. (laughs) What the fuck? Police in Oregon arrested a man on Saturday after he allegedly robbed a donut shop with a hatchet, left with a box of donuts, and stopped a short distance away to eat one of the treats. Officers responded to a call about a robbery at 3.24 a.m. See, nothing good happens. The Bureau didn't say what donut shop was raw, but the Oregonian reported it was a Voodoo Donuts that's open 24 hours. I've heard Voodoo Donuts is fucking delicious.
1: never heard of them before?
0: Oh. I've heard they're fucking wonderful. While officers were responding to what originally was called a disturbance with an axe, the suspect, identified as Christopher L. James, left the donut shop on foot. Officers found James about a block away eating a donut and holding a pink box from the donut shop. James ran and was captured about two blocks from where police found him. <laughs> yeah, you can't load up on donuts and then go on a foot race. Like, you have to be a highly trained athlete, like my brother, to, to down donuts and then go out for a run. A Voodoo Donut spokesman said that the company is cooperating with authorities and surveillance footage of the incident has been turned over to police. No one was injured in the incident and the hatchet was recovered from the donut. He left the hatchet there! James, 40 years old, was arrested on first-degree felony robbery, charged and taken to the detention center. The safety of our customers and employees is Voodoo Donuts' highest priority, the Voodoo Donuts spokesperson wrote in an email. We are grateful that no one was injured during the incident. The donut company has three Oregon locations, two in Portland, according to its website. And I'm pretty sure there's one in Los Angeles. But that's just the fat guy in me knowing where voodoo donuts are. <laughs> never never eaten where, but God do I want to. You know, there are some stories. There are some stories that, uh, that there have been questions that we've asked. Philosophical questions that Plato and Socrates set and pondered about. Right on. I think this is one of those questions. Okay. What happens when you give an elephant LSD? Science found out. In 1962, Tusco, the elephant, was injected with 297 milligrams of LSD, 25 times the dose needed to induce hallucinations in humans. Researchers hypothesized that due to its personality disturbing effects, LSD would be the perfect tool to induce wild, inexplicable behaviors of the 14-year-old elephant. So fast forward to today. An animal researcher has come under scrutiny over the last several years and his practices as seen as risky by some and unethical by others. That being said, without these critical tests, chemists wouldn't be able to create medications, surgeons wouldn't have experience transplanting organs, and vaccines some of the world's deadliest diseases would not be generated. Nevertheless, how far is too far when it comes to finding out scientific breakthroughs? Elephants are known to exhibit wild erratic behavior during mating season. This behavior is known as musth. M-U-S-T-H It was argued that due to the rageful and destructive behavior experienced during these episodes, conserving the species would be difficult. In order to get a better understanding of this, scientists hoped to create the behavior by injecting Tusco, a 14-year-old Indian elephant, with LSD. Since elephants are not <laughs> normally used for medical research, a scientist did not have any data to go off of. Similar to humans, every animal reaction differs to the drugs and metabolize drugs at different rates. Tusco was based on educated guess, and you may have assumed it did not go well. Mm-hmm. Tusco, the elephant, was injected with 25 the dose needed to induce hallucinations in humans. The... Im- <laughs> The elephant immediately killed over and started seizing. Tusco was overdosing on acid. The scientists attempted to combat the overdose through promazine and fentanyl injections, but unfortunately, Tusco succumbed to LSD. Oh, god damn. Possibly the worst story ever? Maybe. Um, it's fucked up shit. You know, this podcast was based on people doing oblivious things mm-hmm. being oblivious to their surroundings you know i thought maybe this podcast could have taken more of a retail it's but a been... lot like and and i'm in retail but if you go on to retail like subreddits and stuff it's just people bitching about their personal gripes like me personally i hate it when people put the money on the counter like i'm not that far away from you hand me the fucking money but I'm not going to go on the internet and bitch about this. But apparently, I'm the only person that doesn't feel like... Like, they were talking about how some people... You know, how people talk about not being able to see things. And around here, the saying is... If it a snake, it, it would have bit me. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and these aren't oblivious people. These are just... Lazy fucks. Yeah. I would just... I wouldn't even say socially awkward. Just... These are annoying people. But we've got a candidate... For Oblivious of the Year. Woman thought she was using, quote, fancy soap. Only to find out it was a dried block of cheese. (laughs) What? Times are crazy. Economically, socially, politically, and health-wise. It is safe to say we are collectively a hot mess right now. And in these troubling times, we all need a little comedic relief which is why a woman named Miley from Vancouver, Washington has accidentally provided us. Just realized my soap wasn't working because it's literally a block of cheese. She wrote, there's the picture of her holding up the cheese. Jesus Christ. And in her defense, it does look like one of those uh, yellow bars of soap, like those yellow orange. Yeah. I forget the name brand. I know what you about. In a time when hand-washing is critical. This is an accidentally horrifying as it is hilarious. Like, this is how coronavirus is spread. I spend a lot of time doing chores, washing my hands, and I tend to use a bar of soap like that, unscented, yellowed, because my hands get dry. The woman also confessed it took a bit to realize that she was actually washing her... what she was actually washing her hands with. It was a couple days of why isn't this foaming then i come to realize it was a it was dried out square of of sharp cheddar cheese while it's totally honest albeit mistake the internet could not contain its laughter i'd the thing wrapped in wax paper in your fridge <laughs> one <laughs> joker wrote to be fair to you it does look like a block of soap another sympathized i suspect i left it out when i was intoxicated and just forgot she admitted all in all, it's pretty hysterical mishap. So, have you ever, uh... Not used a block of cheese, but have you ever... Accidentally used... Another substance? Like, something for something else? The worst case
1: scenario was probably using body spray. Or not body spray, but, uh... Body washing my head. Because <laughs> I was just trying to grab it. Wasn't paying attention which one I grabbed.
0: Yeah, when I was little, I remember one time my mom... Um, she thought she bought me and my brother this giant jug of shampoo. And so, like, she walked in, and we lived in a farmhouse, and it didn't have a shower. It only had a bath, so everybody had to take a bath. Right. And so she walked through the bat- and I w- walked through the bathroom, and I was washing my hair. And she's like, you need to wa- do a better job washing your hair. There's no suds. And I was like, I'm washing my hair, you know. And so then she started wash- watching me and my brother, and she's just like, you guys are not washing your hair good enough and she goes there's no soap there's no suds coming from your head Mm -hmm. and so then like she gets down and and starts scrubbing my brother's head and he I think he even started crying (laughs) come to find out it was a giant bottle of conditioner that doesn't soap up or suds up so we would used it just for a really long time I think that's the closest I've ever come to You know, divorces can be nasty, as we saw with uh, Mr. Shatner. But he was excited. Mm -hmm. Some men aren't so lucky. Kansas man who requested trial by sword fight for custody Uh dispute ordered to take sanity test. The Kansas man who challenged his... Iowa ex-wife to trial by sword fight must undergo a psychological evaluation and is temporarily banned from seeing his children. David Ostrom of Kansas filed a motion for trial by combat combat on January 3rd in which he asked the Iowa District Court in Shelby (laughs) County to allow him to settle his child custody dispute with a duel. He summoned his ex-wife Bridget to the battlefield, noting that her attorney, Matthew Hudson, could stand in her place if he wished. And here's a picture of the man. Looks like, definitely... I don't think he's that well-trained in sword fighting. <clears throat> no. It would be his luck that, that her attorney was. And not only am I good at sword fighting, I'm also fucking your wife. That would the be whole The whole time. <laughs> These aren't your kids. These are my kids. Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> be an episode of Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, everybody knows... I think Jared Leto is the last person to find out that there's actually a pandemic going on. Did you Mm -hmm. hear about that? Mm -hmm. He was at a silent meditation retreat. He's been there for like 15 days. And when he comes out of the retreat, you're not allowed any sort of contact. No cell phone, no TV. It's a self-reflective retreat. He gets out and finds out that there's a pandemic going on.
1: And there are two more cases that are good to tell you about that kind of situation as well. Group of hikers that went on a 25 day hiking trip didn't know anything about it until they came back out. Also, Big Brother, that show is still going on in different countries. Oh, nice! And weirdly enough, of all the big brothers that are out there, Big Brother, I think it was Brazil, actually had quite a few people that were in the medical field, if not nurses and stuff. <laughs> that you should have seen their faces when they're being told this.
0: Oh, that'd be tremendous! Oh, yeah. Because those are the most isolated people. We all get panicked. You know, hand sanitizer, Lysol, rubbing alcohol, and toilet paper are all things hard to find currently. A police department in Newport, Oregon, has recently urged people to stop calling 911 when they run out of toilet paper. What? It's hard to believe that we even have to post this. Do not call 911 just because you ran out of toilet paper. You will survive without our assistance. The Oregon Police Department wrote on their Facebook page. Wow. That is some stupidity that I've never heard of. Yeah. Speaking of coronavirus, now that China's out of their quarantine, going back to living their lives, divorce rates, divorce rates spike in China as couples are spending too much time together in quarantine. That would be you know my wife your sister i feel like she's already cracking up a little bit mm-hmm. and she's only been quarantined for three days right wednesday we went under quarantine right the schools yeah yeah so like she's been and so it's three days and she's already starting to kind of lose her marbles Ah, right, go away Divorce rates in China are seeing a sharp rise as couples are spending too much time together while in quarantine, a marriage, officially, a marriage official in the hard-hit country says. As the Daily Mail noted, the rates of divorce have spiked while the country is dealing with the effects of the fast-moving virus and the effects it has had on society. Lu Jin, the manager of a marriage registry in Dazhou, a province in the southwestern area of China, said this week that the stress of the pandemic is starting to take its toll on marriage. Divorce rate in the district has soared compared to before. Lou told members of the local press this week, Young people are spending a lot of time at home. They tend to get into heated arguments because of something petty and rush into getting a divorce. Lou said there could be other factors in the sudden spike in divorce. Nothing noting that some people who had been planning to file for divorce may have delayed their application during the corona pandemic and now are doing so with some quarantine measures being lifted. But the report pointed out that quarantine from coronavirus are seen by local officials as the driving force behind the the rise of divorce. CNN added that one district office reported receiving 14 divorce requests in one day reaching the limit set by a local council. Another official had to increase the number of divorce appointments allotted per day due to what is called the overwhelming amount of requests. While the spread of the coronavirus has been slowed in some of the hardest hit areas in China, reports say that both the health and societal effects will continue to be felt for some time.
1: It's not to say that disease won't make a resurgence, too. Yeah.
0: I thought that was interesting. You know, the the effects that... Because it is hard. Like, I know... Like, as a dude who can spend a lot... Like, I can spend a lot of time indoors without cracking up. Right. But not everybody was built... Like, not everybody can be pacified with Netflix and video games. You know? I would say that you and I are in a small group of people who don't have to always be, you know, quote-unquote, doing something. Right. You know? And some people's jobs don't ever let them, you know, just do nothing yeah just kind of exist and be in the moment and just enjoy life Mm -hmm. so i bet it it would be really interesting like i kind of wish there were more like live streaming shows of people's lives because i would watch it like i can't get enough of this shit and but that's my personality like black friday like as much as i hate it like my personality i thrive in black friday because i don't chaos doesn't get to me that way like regular day is chaos for me like right now with all this stuff going on, it's so easy for me to operate and be cool headed because I know what to do. I know what to expect. I know what to go into work and what I need to get done and what they're looking at doing. The Monotony. Right. Um, the monotony of a boring day kills me, but the chaos of the, this, this time, like it, it, gets me excited and i can go to work and feel excited Be like oh i want to get to tell people i have to limit their toilet paper and they're going to be so mad right. but people that only can come in and they've you know they might get like once once a month they get to sit down and decide that they want to watch a tv and they get to do it for like 30 minutes to an hour and then they're off doing something else you know now they have literally unlimited amount of time you know especially school teachers right you know? Because while their their work schedule is pretty sweet, like they deal with a lot of shit when they're at home, like grading papers and planning for the next day. Well, they don't have a next day. Like odds are, most school teachers aren't going to go back this year. Like that's not announced. That's just my speculation. Yeah. But these kids are not going to go back to school this year. College maybe, but definitely elementary and high school. Nah, they're not going to go back. It's too risky. There's too much going on. They're not going to go back. Right. So now you have a teacher who's used to having two months off. They're going to have, what, fucking five, six months off? That's fucking bananas. I can't even imagine what I'd do with six months off. And debating if they're going to get paid for all this, too. Right. Uh, But, God, can you imagine getting a six-month paid leave? Right. I mean, honestly, there's. I have a conference call at 8 o'clock tonight. And one of the rumors is going around that we're gonna go through drive-through only. Damn. My store didn't have a drive-through, mm-hmm. so, and that's the type of chaos. Like, I know I'm gonna to have to go work somewhere. Like, they're gonna make me work somewhere. All right. But the thought of like potentially like me going to a store and they're like, ah, we don't need you. You can go home. Like, we'll keep it on the DL. Like, that's fucking exciting to me. Not having to deal with customers, only working through the drive-through. That'll be tremendous. You got toilet paper in there? Yeah, I can't fit it through the drive-thru window. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now we could figure out a way I'd make it work. Give me one roll at a time. <laughs> yeah. I know a lady, she rang up. It was a person that came through the drive-thru and they wanted beer. And there's no rule stating that you can't get beer through the drive-thru. Right. But it wouldn't fit in the slot. So she took it out one can at a time and put it in the drawer, sent the drawer out. The person grabbed it, opened it, and then she wouldn't even put the box out. So this person left with 24 cans of loose (laughs) beer in their passenger seat. Oh, that's funny. Speaking of toilet paper, Americans are desperate. Canada's running out of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. But a country just to our south has not been hit as hard with the coronavirus or starting to get hit. As Americans are crossing into Mexico to buy toilet paper. Americans are reportedly crossing into Mexico to buy toilet paper and other household items as stores in the U.S. continue to struggle to meet demand for shoppers stocking up on supplies amid the coronavirus outbreak. On Tuesday, local news broadcaster uh, WKBN27 News reported that Californians have been flooding into North Baja looking to buy toilet paper, water, and other items. It's pretty bad when you when you're going to Mexico to buy water. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's another uh, great system. You definitely need the toilet paper if you if you're drinking the Mexico water. I know what you mean. The desperate attempt to stock up on supplies comes as stores around the world have seen aisles holding toilet paper, soap, and other sanitary supplies left empty by shoppers afraid they may have been able to get these supplies as the coronavirus mm. pandemic worsens. Workers at Costco in Tijuana said that they believe as many as 600 shoppers had been turning up in the mornings by 10 a.m over recent days god that's a lot damn they came to that number because the store only has 600 shopping carts and by 10 a.m all of them had (laughs) appeared to have been taken that's fucking brilliant Mm, oh wow like how many people do you have in your store i don't fucking know like that's brilliant to know that like I've got like thirty two shopping carts. Like
1: Man, how much would it suck to be their shopping cart pusher? That would be
0: horrible. That poor dude. He earned it that day. He must have had backup that day. Alright. Well that's all the stories I've got. I did I was I did have one more thing. Um I got uh I've been uh tweeting a lot lately. Mm hmm. And um uh so I've been getting loads of new followers. So I thought it would be nice to uh, to take one of these new followers, and um, you know, kind of give them a shout out on the podcast. Right. On. And this is Amanda Cofer, C O F F E R. It's at Amanda Cofer three. And her tag is: If you like water, you you already like seventy two percent of me. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of clever. All right. And her most uh, pinned tweet. Was if you can eat more McDonald's cheeseburgers than me, then I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, she's just a, a a free spirit. So, here's to you, at Amanda Kofer. That is Generation Oblivious Twitter follower of the week. <laughs> All right, so you got any parting words of wisdom? What are you working through? how have, have your hours went down? Because I know you guys went from your schedules has to be fucked. What are they doing at night? I have so many questions. It,
1: well, I've not been there since they've changed the hours to 8 o'clock now. So yeah. That's, that's why I was
0: trying to get home. Like, I had errands to run, and I was right. like, it was like 4 o'clock, and I was like, I've got to get home because I've got to make sure I get to the grocery store. Right. Like, I feel like I'm living in, like, V for Vendetta. Right. Um, I mean, I just
1: assume it's just going to be cleaning and zoning, and then after, like, a certain point, those make us run front-run registers to get people out, assume.
0: And then they're just, like, stocking. I assume. Second shift's going to... Sanitize, sanitize, maybe? I don't right. know. Right. I just, I, because I'd imagine, like, because I know the second shift usually is there till at least 10, right? Yeah. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. So, second shift probably maybe pull the truck out or start that process. Or yeah, zone. I have no clue. Interesting.
1: And it's hard to say if they're going to keep even doing that or if they're going to stop scheduling after that point or what. Right.
0: Because, I, yeah, because that's what...
1: And to quote a manager that said this, and I'm not going to say their name, some places are just letting people go. Right. Walmart's about thinking about giving two weeks paid or something paid and
0: then and then giving you the boot
1: or just keeping you on the payroll so you can't file for an appointment one which is shitty either way right
0: see because when they said that everybody's like oh i bet they're just cleaning and stocking and i was just like i don't know i don't know Yep. so it'll be interesting to see what happens oh yeah. you being be in our ear on the ground you'll have to let us know because it's not like I've been avoiding going to Walmart, but mm-hmm. I just haven't had to go. So right. I was a little disappointed when wifey was just like, hey, I wanna, I'll want i take off and go shopping. I was like, damn, I kind of want to go see what it's like out there. Because right. I bet it's fucking nuts.
1: Oh, yeah. People are still bringing kids into the store.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause, like. Well, the beaches in then, Florida
1: are still packed. Alternatively, there was a customer that left their two kids in the car for at least 45 minutes. Hey, there do
0: party. Cops are right there waiting. Oh... Yep. You know, I bet that's a that's a sinking feeling in your stomach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, why are there cops at my car? Yep. And I bet their, their stupid reaction was probably like, what did my bastard kids do that got the cops' attention?
1: I mean, alternatively, the other way of looking at it is, oh, I don't want to take them in here to get this disease. <laughs> don't yeah. leave them in the hot car during the day. Yeah. yeah. I, it's a damned if you do damn I'm you don't. thinking
0: I was around eight years old when I was left alone. I'm pretty sure I was like around eight when I yep. stayed home from school by myself. Like, my mom came home on her lunch break and gave me lunch, made sure I had food, mm-hmm. and then left again. Like, right. But I wasn't an idiot. Like, you know, I mean, right. we didn't have guns or anything. And what am I going to do? Play with knives and matchsticks? at Nintendo. Fuck off. But that's all I got. Ditto. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Check us out. That's thehiddenpixel.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Robot Nuts. Practice your social distancing. Yeah, social distancing. Dude, wifey had a fucking hysterical joke. You know how kids like would scream Kobe when they would like make a shot or like try to shoot something in like the trash basket or they would be playing. a... Uh-huh. <laughs> wifey was doing something and she threw something at the trash and she was like social distancing (laughs) and she was throwing something at me and i was like that's too funny nice so um yeah twitter thehiddenpixel.com check them out tell lewis what a good job we're doing and that's all i got peace see you next time